So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. I like that one more. I like that one more. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode 32, I think. Yeah. Best, worst friends. Not too bad. Yeah. yeah. We're doing great. 32. Look at us. We're almost 18 more, and then we start the actual podcast, and then we delete these years down the oh, road. That would be great. The real question is, at what number do we stop being impressed by what number we're at? I think we've done it for the last like four <laughs> or five. <laughs> Look at us, 28. Not bad. I don't know. I think right now I'm just like... Glad to survive another week. I'm like, hey, hey we did it. Hey, look it's at us. Seven go. more days. Yeah. <laughs> How's your week been, pal? Uh, it's it's all right. You know, chugging away. I had a bit of a commute on Wednesday when I went and did Absolute. It was about like five hours of <laughs> transit rides. Just to being stuck in the go highway. Go the show. Yeah. yeah, well, I lucked out. I like took the train into town, which is uh, a lot nicer just because you have to avoid all traffic yeah you know but i was stressed out because absolute has that thing where it's like be there by eight and yeah. i got in at like 803 and i was like i lost my spot for sure and then they were a lot more chill than i thought they that's would nice be yeah you're coming in from out of town did i tell you my uh my train experience no it was when after i was going to get my g2 or no my full g license and okay. i did that thing where you put it after your g2 is expired because so just put so you just like the put most off. stakes on it. Yeah, we also put off the test for a while, which was way oh, okay. more important than lowering stakes. Was yeah. like not getting off the couch and doing something. <laughs> and when I got there, I took my dad's old Toyota Echo, and the woman does that thing where she gets behind the car and she's like, "All right, do this signal, do that signal. All right, and now do your hazard lights." So I did all that stuff, and then she got in the car. She's like, "All right, so your back left turn signal is out, so we can't do the test today." And I was like, so what does that mean? She's like, well, that does go down as a failed test. And Fuck. so I had to start all over again. And I was supposed to go visit my friends in Kingston the next day. And uh, I felt terrible. My dad felt horrible. Yeah. He felt really bad. You're going to feel pretty guilty about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Especially when I walked back in. He's like, what's up? He's like, yeah, she says your back left turn signal is out. So I can't do the test. He's like, no. <laughs> he was like horrified. <laughs> so it meant I had to start all over again. Yeah. And he was like, if he wanted me to fail, it would be because I failed, not because he failed me. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so through his work, he used to have to take the train into Toronto all the time. So he had a buttload of Via Rail points. Nice. So he spent a bunch of Via Rail points to ease his guilt <laughs> and send me on a first class train from London to Kingston. Ooh, first class is nice on the train. Whole buddy is first class nice. Yeah. I, got, I was there for... Uh, I was there for lunch and dinner, which oh, was nice. Yeah. yeah, small layover in Toronto. But also, um, open bar, first class. What? On really? The train. What the fuck? Yeah, it's whenever they come around. But, you know, it was, all right, I'm there for lunch. So, it's, you know, would you like anything to drink with your meal? Mm -hmm. Get like a, you know, a whiskey or a wine or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then would you like something to drink after your meal? We have like Bailey's or we have a port. You can enjoy that. And then you have oh that. God. That's and first class drinking port. Oh, yeah. That's like where Bailey's you want to drink and a it. little one of the shot glasses with a stem that goes down. Ooh. And then uh, after and then like an hour after that, they come around, ask you like anything to drink. You get another, you know, gin and tonic or whatever. <laughs> 
And then, uh, and then you stop off in Toronto, change trains, just repeat the thing again. Yeah. A couple drinks, so a couple of extra gin and tonics on These the next thing. These people being none the wiser because they weren't on the first train. Hello. I would like... <laughs> I'm a businessman. I would like a port, please. <laughs> I had Bailey's on the way in. And as you know, I'm a very well-known diplomat and I require certain customs. And then I show up to Kingston. Everyone's like, hey, welcome. It's like three in the afternoon. I'm like, let's fucking go. I'm drunk as shit. It's been started, day drinking all day. Yeah, I started drinking at like 11 a.m. on the train. Fuck yeah. At like, you know, nine or ten drinks before I got in the in there at like 4 p.m. or something. Hell yeah. Woo. I've only ever taken first class from uh, Aldershot to London one time, but it was such like a drastically different experience than every other time I've been on the train. Also, every single person there thought I wasn't supposed to be there. You like, weren't every single person was looking at me being like you're in the wrong car. Like <laughs> passengers, people who worked on the train, they kept like like three different people checked my ticket before I was even sitting oh, down. Oh yeah. I love I love to think about all those um like new rich guys, like the crypto rich guides. Mhm. All like the neckbeards who were like, yes, I bought one first-class seat for me and one first-class seat for my body pillow, <laughs> my lollipop chainsaw body pillow that I brought from home. <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck? He's like, I'm the richest person on this fucking plane. I bought, I bought 50,000 Bitcoin in 2002. I could buy this whole airline. Oh, man. That's just the dream. So many just, or like when the tech guys started taking over and mm. all those like pale aliens were just walking around like, I'm a trillionaire. Like, <laughs> All the Mark Zuckerbergs of the Absolutely. world. Absolutely, Just people have no idea how to use sunscreen. <laughs> just dominating the world. They kept offering me things in first class, and I thought it would be extra, so I just would say no. Yeah. Like, maybe it was open bar. They, they asked me if I wanted a drink, but I just thought it was going to be extra. It is. Yeah. It's, a, it's extra when you're back with the pores. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. They, for uh, sure. And also, I didn't realize this, that, like, until I, you know, for a short time dated a rich person. <laughs> Old money looks down on new money. Where it's Which like, is, you think they would just be like, hey, let's band together and just hate poor people. No, but it's literally like, oh, you you earned that money yourself? Gross. And then they <laughs> just go on with whatever they were doing. It's like, you don't even own a castle in Scotland. It's like, no, I own all the... Planes. Yeah, I own a house I live in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm a billionaire. Hmm. Only the one. And these these very judgy people. <laughs> but yeah, so you rode a train, hurt your back. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know what the fuck I did. At least when I've hurt my back in the past, I knew what the cause of it was. This was just like I woke up and I was like, I don't know if I slept wrong. I don't know if it's all this sweeping I've been doing at my shitty day job just yeah. like finally caught up with me or something but man there's nothing like back pain to just put a damper on your whole existence for the time that you have that back pain oh yeah like where you have to like almost wrench yourself up like you're an old piece of equipment like you're just like yeah. you know chunking by like some rust in your spine you're like yeah this is good <laughs> this is good for me and then i was like stubborn at first right i was like i don't want to take any pain pills because that's not helping the pain that's just alleviating it you know it's not actually fixing the issue it's just not making me feel the pain from the issue and then after a couple hours it's like 
I would take any pain pill in the world. I'd give heroin a shot like, at this you're like, point. You're like those women who want an epidural halfway through pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> or like halfway through delivering a baby. And I was like, no, it's too late. How about you figure out how to do it now? I'm not doing <laughs> Which is apparently everyone who wants to deliver naturally eventually like an yeah, hour into labor. They're like, no, put it. I wonder what the reason, like there's complications you can get from an epidural, right? But I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're so good at them now. I just think it's one of those where it's like, no, I want to experience this with my baby. Yeah. I you want know what to I want? I want because you when you the, get the second my baby comes out, I want to fucking be mad at them. <laughs> yeah. How much pain they put me in. I want I want my baby to open its eyes and just see me going like this. <laughs> just giving it the finger, like, fuck you, fuck baby. You. There's uh but no, because when you get the epidural you feel nothing. Yeah. They just tell you to push and you're like, All right, fucking why? <laughs> you know I assume I've never given birth. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. I uh, I've never had an epidural either. Um, when I had my tonsils out, I took enough T3s that I would just fall asleep with my mouth open for most <laughs> of the day, but, uh, I don't remember, which by the way, I haven't done it any other way, but I assume that's the best way to watch the television show lost. Just oh, how just like I watched it. Pain just pills? High on pain pills, drifting in and out of consciousness. I don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on. Honestly. Yeah. Lost would probably make more sense. Yeah. If you did that. <laughs> People are like, what was it about? Couldn't tell you. And they're like. Same. And they watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched all six seasons. I really couldn't tell you what happens. Like, what happened to Walt? I don't know. I don't know. He grew up too fast. <laughs> he shouldn't know how to write him Ugh. in as an adult. Didn't we all? <laughs> you're telling me. But no, you're going to be dealing with back pain forever. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks that it's one of those things where you fuck up your back once, and then it's like, welcome to the rest of your life. Yeah. And then... I mean, I hate this with any sort of pain, like when you have like a toothache or something, and you go to bed, and you're just like, please... Please, if there's a Lord above, let this be gone in the morning and you wake up with it. And you're like, man, I wish I just wouldn't have woken up or yeah. just got to sleep longer or something until this fucking pain subsides. Like uh, like the click remote, like where he's just like, I just want to fast forward to my promotion. And he like fast forwards through 10 years because his <laughs> boss sucked and didn't promote him for a long time. You bring up click a lot. Yeah, I really like that movie. <laughs> I really like that movie. Also, it's like a, it would be my way of like, getting myself to sleep faster if I needed to because it would always make me cry and I knew if I put on the movie it would like shut off my brain so I didn't have to be there yeah did I ever tell you about when my dad threw his back no this is my uh, this is another one of like my dad making up for something that's not his fault (laughs) (laughs) which is the theme for this episode is uh dad's trying their best (laughs) he got he got my sister uh like a like an, I don't know how to describe it. It was like a C- stereo system. Okay. It's like a CD player hooked up to speakers. Okay. For Christmas, but it was the wrong one. Mm. And uh, so she cried on Christmas. Never a good look. No, not good. And so my dad, horrified, went out uh, on Boxing Day to return the stereo system and get the one that you wanted. Yeah. Which I don't even think he knew what that one was. He just knew he needed a different one. Yeah. <laughs> and he got there and he loaded the new speaker system into his trunk and he just threw out his back. Just like oh. lying on the ground in the parking lot. Oh fuck. And he and he got up and he drove himself to the hospital. Oh man. Just in the worst pain he's ever been in. Up until that point, he heard himself worse later. 
<laughs> just like scream, just worrying every other car around him who would like look into their mirror and just see Amanda's like, ah! yeah. He said he was just like drenched in sweat and shaking as he oh, was like yeah. drove to the hospital. And then he went in the hospital and he collapsed in the lobby. That's a good way to get sweat. attended oh, yeah. to right away. He said that he just heard over the speaker system like code, code blue in the lobby, code blue. And then he sees a bunch of nurses and attendants just sprinting down the hallway at him. He said to raise his hand, Shit. he's like, it's my back. Don't worry, it's just my back. Because they thought he was having a heart attack because oh, he was drenched yeah. in sweat and collapsed in the lobby. I remember every time my dad's hurt himself really badly. I remember <laughs> the time he was trimming hedges and he split the tip of his finger in half. Fuck. I wasn't there for it, but I remember the time he was, uh, I think, putting up Christmas lights and the ladder slipped out and his knee was between one of the rungs and he smacked his knee on the driveway. Fuck. What's the worst you've ever hurt yourself? Um... Probably when I was trying to, when I was like learning how to squat and I went down and my right knee just went like in, just buckled in and then I couldn't really walk for a while and I had to go to physio for a bit and they were like, you know, your ankles don't bend. And I was like, so what does that mean? They're like, you should do something about that. And then I didn't. (laughs) They still don't. It's like, how about you do something about that? That's your job. Yeah. But my knee to fix me. It's one of those where my knee just like hurts sometimes now. Yeah. And it's just going to hurt sometimes forever. Yeah. That's the worst thing about injuries where you just like, now you just know this is the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. I had a roommate in university who threw his back out um, taking a flat of soda out of the trunk of his car. It's always like the most innocuous thing. Even for like a lot of big power lifters and strongmen sometimes, it's just like the smallest little thing will be what fucks them. You yeah. Know? They're like, you know, they can, they work Volkswagens as suspenders and they're just like, <laughs> have fridge throwing contests, but then one day their daughter runs out of the room and they turn to look at her and then they can't walk. Yeah. For like three days. Oh yeah, it's brutal, dude. Yeah, I'm hoping this back pain subsides uh sometime soon. It will and then it'll just come back again. Yeah. yeah. I just like, like I always I always tell myself I need to uh like stretch more. Maybe this will be my final like no, come on. Come on. You're at the you're at the age now where you gotta stretch. It yeah. should just be part of a morning routine. Well, Let's like just stretch. My hip pops when I walk. Yeah. I definitely need to do hip exercises. Sure don't. Yeah. I need to start doing yoga in the morning. Mike is like, we should, come on, let's do yoga. And I'm like, no. (laughs) I'm going to lie in bed instead of doing yoga. The most I've been drenched in, well, not the most ever, but I remember I tried like a beginner yoga class once that was like 20 minutes just online and it was fucking brutal. Just like stretching through the... The pain of there's just certain joints I realize I just have absolutely no movement in. Like I'm just like an old action figure who just can't bend up did all I, the right ways. Did I tell you about the month I did hot yoga? No, a whole month. Yeah, well, I had wow. a free month of hot yoga back when I was unemployed. Before this time, I'm unemployed. Did you win this in like a raffle or something? No, they had a deal where it was it was like forty dollars for your first month of hot yoga. Okay, and then every subsequent month is like $160. And I was like, well, guess who's doing exactly one month of hot yoga? <laughs> Fucking this guy. And um, I, Justin Gale also did it. Nice. Yeah. And like, Justin, he's a big dude. Yeah. And he was there just like shirtless, gym shorts on, just doing these stretches, drenched in sweat. Good and for me him. And him. It's like me, him, in a room, just like the hottest women I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I'm there in like my grade nine gym shirt. 
basically wearing like a nightshirt for the children would wear <laughs> and massive shorts and just hating myself You're every second cap of it. On. And Justin's like in the middle of the room, just like chatting with everybody and having a great fucking time. And then afterward, you'd come hang out with me. And all the people were like, why are you hanging out with the fucking weird guy <laughs> in the back of the room? But yeah, I've never sweat more in my life than when I did moksha yoga in London, Ontario. It's Justin just- is surprisingly in good shape. He's a great basketball player. He's also like a lot stronger than I thought he would be. Yeah. The one time he worked out with me and Jason in uh, Shed Gym, and like we put enough weight on the the bar, there'll be a lot for us yeah. on bench press, and we're like, well, Jason's not gonna be able to do <laughs> it at all. And then he unracks and does it like six times, and we're just like, oh my god! Like he yeah. racked and he's and like, whew, that was pretty heavy. And we're like, yeah, it's the heaviest we can go right <laughs> now. So yeah. Yeah, and he's just like hasn't he hasn't worked out in like four years. He just comes in, bangs it out. Yeah, it's upsetting. Yeah, he said that he could dunk for like six months when he was oh in high school, God. and then he just like got fat. <laughs> but before that, he could he was dunking like a motherfucker. That's fucking crazy. I was listening to a our podcast to find a clip, mm-hmm. and in it you said that um, coming is better than dunking. I think, <laughs> and uh, I disagree. I yeah. think I think dunking would be better. I know, but I if you had to choose between the two, dunking. Really? I would cut off my dick in order to be able to dunk a basketball. Oh my god! I wasn't even to go that severe. But I would fly. Well, what's the point of having a dick if you're not going to come? Was it for peeing? I don't care. <laughs> and, well, maybe you can still have sex except for the end part. That would actually probably be nice. Sometimes then you don't have to worry about finishing early. You just finish when you're like, tired. Is, yeah, just finish never. Yeah. And then you just go soft inside somebody. Yeah. And you're like. Just have eternal blue balls. And there's like, fin. It <laughs> <laughs> just fades to black. Yeah, it just ends softly like a French film. I like that. But, <laughs> no, dunk, I would love to dunk. How high can you jump? Oh, my God. Right now, not high at all. But uh, <laughs> regularly, honestly, I'm not really much of a jumper. The most the most jumping I did was when I did that uh, like rugged maniac a couple times with Ty. Right. Where I remember there was like the first obstacle the first year we did it. It was just like this easy like half wall with like this rolly thing on top, yeah. and Ty still had to help me get up there because I couldn't jump high enough. I was able to get up there the second year, even That's though I nice. thought I was gonna like break my wrists in the rolling part. Yeah, but, uh, but like I don't think I can jump a foot. Yeah. Why don't I, you give us a little, give n- us a little taste? Absolutely not. But <laughs> I'd probably go through this floor. This floor is older than <laughs> both of us combined. But or like, I don't mean like a box jump where you like jump and then you lift your knees up and then land and then stand up. Yeah, I mean like your actual from tip vertical. of your fingers to top. I think maybe a foot. Yeah. Do you know what I would give to have that foot be like four feet? I feel like I'm fucking flying through the air. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is just crazy to even see someone who can jump that high. Like, I don't even understand how you develop that strength. Or you just hold on to stuff, like heavy stuff, and then jump? Yeah. Is that how you get better at jumping? Yes. Jumping to me is, <laughs> it's just terrifying. Like, I've tried doing box jumps in the in the gym with Jason from time to time. But it's one of those things you have to concentrate on so closely, and you can't ever phone in for even a second because if you just land weird yeah. which we've done occasionally and you like Fuck. you feel like the whole platform like yeah slip for a second before you write yourself 
Like it's just so terrifying to me. Also, I don't want to injure myself jumping. I feel like that would just be embarrassing enough to tell yeah. people like, uh, oh, like I'm in a full body cast. Yeah, like, what like, happened? Like I jumped. <laughs> I jumped too hard. I hurt myself jumping. Like, well, did you know that elephants can't jump? <laughs> because, well, I know because now. Their knees would explode. <laughs> That's not relevant. <laughs> uh, I had a weird week. Yeah. I, uh, anchovy got out. The oh cat. shit! What yeah. happened? <laughs> It was it was so brutal. I didn't even know what happened. We we were having people come to look at the radiator, mm-hmm. and then like just to admire it, or yeah, they're like, "Ooh, that's a nice this one." Is pre-colonialism <laughs> or whatever, and um, they uh, pre-colonialism, and then <laughs> so I kept anchovy in my room the whole day, keep an eye on her, mm-hmm. and then they left, and I let her out, and they must have come back or something, oh, okay. and she got out, or they didn't close the door or something like that, and um. And I didn't know she got out, but Micah just came home and was holding the cat. And I was like, hey, how was your day? And she's like, anchovy was outside. <laughs> and I just felt like such a fucking Disney dad. <laughs> just felt so useless. <laughs> just like, what? How? What? I don't even know what's going on in my own home. <laughs> and then apparently she got out and just hung out in the neighbor's bushes. And then the neighbors found her. And they like flagged Micah down as she was coming in. Oh, thank God. They're like, yeah, we got your cat. <laughs> She's like, what? No. And I said to sit there with a stupid look on my face. <laughs> it was like, eh, you know, stuff happens. Uh, must have been someone else's fault. Couldn't have been me. <laughs> felt like such a jackass. That's, uh, that's so scary having an animal break out. I remember because um, our fence used to be loose in our backyard, our my one dog, Nika, got out one time and um, I was so scared where she'd be. I ran out the front door of our house and I was just like, Nika! <laughs> and then she just ran up. Like she was just like came from the back of the house and went to the front of the house and was like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you were missing for like 30 seconds and it was the worst 30 seconds of my life. Absolutely. Because so like Mike is worried about her getting like hit by a car or oh, yeah. a bike. I'm just worried that she'll find someone in the neighborhood with like better cat food than us and then never come home. It's like have wet food on the porch and she's like, oh, fucking shit. Oh Hell my God. Yeah. yeah. Who's an outdoor cat now? Yeah, this is rad. Old anchovy bookholtz. <laughs> um, I, uh, but yeah, dude, it's just that feeling of being a fucking dunce. Yeah. It felt like she, like, it felt like she came home and I had like, I was like trapped inside a shower curtain or something. <laughs> like, I just, I was like, I don't know how to be a person. <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing. Like the one responsibility you had for the day Absolutely. was nope. not done. Yeah, I let the cat escape and I didn't hang up the laundry. Like the two <laughs> things I had to do that day. And I don't have a job. <laughs> so I'm literally just like, I'm like a deadbeat son, boyfriend. <laughs> That's a hard feeling to wrestle with. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's not easy. No. And then the next day I had to, because she controls the rent, the next day I had to pay her rent. <laughs> and I was like, God, this is really dwindling down the bank account. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Also, I learned about something. Please. I'm going to teach you about the female anatomy. Oh, my God. I needed this. Yes. I've just hit my one-year anniversary in my relationship, but I need some uh, tips. All right. Okay. About the anatomy. Um, Where is the vagina? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is related to the vagina. Oh. Okay. Have you heard of the Pouch of Douglas? No. <laughs> Where's that? The Pouch of Douglas is like a sort of 
Sounds like a D&D thing. It's a, it's a pouch. It's mm. also called the rectovaginal pouch. I like pouch of Douglas it's a, better. It's a pouch that... I don't know. Rectovaginal and Douglas are kind of interchangeable to me. Wow. So <laughs> it's, a, it's between the vagina and the butthole of a lady. Okay. That like skin there. It's called the pouch of Douglas. Mm. And according to Wikipedia, it is, uh, it is completely useless. <laughs> so I just I heard about that and it made me think of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I just wanted you to know. It's like the female taint. I guess. It's so funny how like all female anatomy is just like named after dudes. <laughs> <laughs> like they discovered those parts and they planted their flags. Yeah, like Philip boobs and <laughs> Petey pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Winston knows. Do you learn more about the history of the pouch of Doug? Like, who was it discovered by? I sure could have. <laughs> I sure could have done that, yeah, couldn't I? Could have done some research. Yeah, I could have done something. Nah, Told you we could talk about this for like a minute. It was just a weird thing I brought. I thought. Of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like it. Yeah, I'm glad you have a namesake. Yeah, you should tell people that's what you're named after. Yeah, just the useless part between the vagina and the butthole. Yeah, <laughs> Douglas. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll go. fucking take it. Glad I could help. Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to segue out of that one. No, that's a hard. That's a hard. That's segue. a pretty hard stop. Yeah. Speaking of useless anatomy, I don't know. I don't know at all what to say. All right. <laughs> oh yeah, we can talk about um other internet research I was doing. Mm-hmm. See, you, you get nice. There. Um. We were talking about this, the Hinge most compatible yeah. thing that came out. The dating app Hinge came out with somewhere. I think it's every day. They send you a person, and it's like, this is someone you'd be most compatible with. Mm-hmm. And people are pissed. <laughs> Everyone's so mad. So like, I'm way, everybody looks down at their most compatible person and goes, no, I'm way better than this person. <laughs> How can you say that this person is my most compatible? I've heard the phrase, like, they're sending me bridge trolls. Jesus Christ. Just like, who are like, and then just like being very mean to these people. Yeah, you don't have to describe it as that. You can just be like, that like genius level computers have decided you're the same as. (laughs) (laughs) But you're like, no, I'm actually sexy. I wonder what their algorithm is to match those up. Is it just like, well, these are two people who never send or receive any messages or like these are people who never get responses from their messages or whatever like let's slap them together these people are messaging a lot of people who aren't messaging them back let's put them with someone who might actually respond that is actually more accurate than you would think yeah yeah i also did some cursory research on um i think it's tinder's algorithm it's called they're trying to solve what's called the marriage problem where you're not marriage problem. You're basically trying to get the most successful couples out of a group of people. Yeah. You know, and so you have to try to figure out how do you do that? How do you get the most successful matches? Mm-hmm. And basically what you do is you have everyone rank. Let's say you have like, you know, five people on each side, five men, five women to be whatever. And um, you have them rank each other. And then in order to have the most successful, you basically let the woman pick, all right, which of these men do I want the most? 
mm-hmm. and then the most desirable woman picks the most desirable man. Yeah. And then the second most desirable woman picks between the the remaining men, gets her pick, and then so on and so forth down the line. So it's most desirable with most desirable, second most with second most, third most with third most. Even though they pretty much all rank them all the same. Yeah. It's they match you up based on your ranking. So that's true. Mm-hmm. The people who get the least amount of likes, the least amount of talk tos. Yeah. They get you see more of those people if you're also one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> so that is how they do the most compatible thing. I remember seeing something on like uh the Discovery Channel back in the day where it was like some test that was like very similar to that. It was like ranking people from one to ten yeah. and then they're wearing the number on their chest and um you couldn't look at your number, I guess, but you could only look at the other person's number, like the other sex's number, and then you tried to get the highest number that would agree to be with you. Oh. And everyone ended up with someone within a number of themselves. Yeah. Which was so wild to see. And I felt so bad as like people were walking around just like a fucking two walking around, just like making eye contact with like an eight. The eight's just like like looking away like, oh, I'm way better than a two. I, And I'd be willing to bet that like, it became very apparent. Like I bet that the top ranked numbers matched up the fastest. Oh yeah. And then the lower numbers sort of, as the higher numbers went away, the lower numbers sort of like the next highest would then go. And then the next highest would then go. Yeah. It's it's the same thing with Tinder. It's like a bar at the end of the night. You know, it's like the hotties all leave. And then it's like people looking around like, fuck. Yeah, and Fuck, then who do we get? And then it's someone coming up with a hood on under a stool, like "What about me?" <laughs> oh my god, he doesn't even have a number on. Oh yeah. By the way, I in my scenario, I'm the guy with the hoodie under the stool. If you're, <laughs> if anyone wants to get upset, I am hoodie stool guy, and I'm meeting up with a spider lady who's underneath the pinball machine. How many different apps did you use in your day? Like, I'm thinking I used. Uh, Hinge, which was my most successful. That's where I met Brittany. Right. And then Bumble was probably my next most successful because at least I, you know, had sex off that. That was pretty rad. Congrats. And then never got anything off Tinder ever. And um, I also used to try Plenty of Fish back in the day. Mm. But Plenty of Fish was almost... I think the most depressing one because you would spend so much time like you'd read someone's profile and then like send like some, you know, nice message tailored to them and then just get no reply ever. And uh, I would be like, you know, refreshing the page to see if I got a message. It's like sometimes you got some messages and sometimes I would go weeks without getting a message. This is just so depressing. Like go weeks without getting a message. And I would like, refresh it and see one and be like <gasps> and click on it and it would just be a message from like the plenty of fish team <laughs> like, ah. it's like they for sure just do this to make sure that you're not just gonna you know increase your lay chances down in by putting more more about you in your profile yeah increase your chances by losing weight and being a better person <laughs> like wow all right well that seems tailored i um i had all right so i was very sort of I was limited in the apps that I could use mm-hmm. because I've only ever had one good picture of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which picture is that? Um, I have a few more now that I have like pictures with Micah. I, oh, look, yeah. I look much better in those. <laughs> or like ones that she's taken of me. Yeah. But before that, 
no one ever took pictures of me because I mm-hmm. just hang around, you know, guys like us. We don't take a lot of we don't have a lot of photo shoots around the <laughs> yeah. around the apartment before we go out. Yeah, you've never said to me like, "Quick, I look cute. Take a photo of me." Yeah, <laughs> and. You've never said to me, Tim, you look cute. Let me take a photo of you. <laughs> yeah. That's also or never like, happened. We got a slice of pizza and I'm taking a picture of you with your slice. Like that's not that's not how our relationship yeah. rolls. But I was hanging out with like Olivia and all her like hot gay friends mm-hmm. one day and uh, Brennan D'Souza snapped a really good picture of me. Nice. And that was the one good picture I had of myself. Micah still makes fun of me. Oh yeah. So that meant I couldn't really use Hinge. Be- oh, yeah, because you have a certain amount of photos. You have to have a certain amount of photos. You just post that one six times. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then Megan still makes fun of me because she and I met on Bumble, and I had a Tinder account mm-hmm. because I was young. We didn't know any better. Tinder is... Even people who are like actively dating now are like, oh, of course I don't use Tinder. What a nightmare. Yeah, I don't think Tinder was for me, was for like the type of person I am. Yeah, Tinder's not really for um, inner beauty. Yeah. (laughs) I need the apps where I can use my words. I can't just let it be just my face. That's never going to get me anything. Yeah, just my face and tits aren't really going to get me what I need. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I met Mike on Bumble, and she always makes fun of me because I thought I had it set up where I had like a picture of me, that good picture first, and then a picture of me on stage with a little caption from a Facebook lady that said, was funny. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Down that show. And then, um, and then a picture of you and I hugging was the third one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and she's like, "So you had four pictures. One is that my car? No. One was the good picture, mm-hmm. which she liked. Yeah. And then there was a blurry picture of me on stage. And then the <laughs> next picture was a blurry Facebook comment that was ex- blown way up that no one could read. Yeah. And then the next picture was like my hair, and then you." <laughs> because I just didn't crop anything right. Um, but yeah, I met. So yeah, I just used those three. And apparently, the big ones now are like Tinder's still there. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to hook up. And then Bumble's still there. If you. I don't know what that was for. And then Hinge is the, mo- Hinge is the most popular one. Yeah. And then there's. I, I learned about a couple more. I learned about um, FetLife. Mm-hmm. which is the fetish one where you basically go on and you're like, you basically have a checkbox where it's like pegging, uh, you know, whipping, like aggressive, like yeah. you basically put what you're into sexually. That feels like such like a... That's your hello? Yeah, that's such like a harsh hello. Yeah. It's so violent to start with. But that one like, that kind of makes sense to me mm-hmm. a little bit. If you're just into that, if you're just like... I installed a glory hole in my garage. I want someone to put their dick in it. Like, if that's what you like, it's true. Yeah. go find it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then apparently there's one called Field, which I learned about, which is like FetLife, but softer. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm into, you know, dressing up like a dog and peeing on people, but I'm also looking for something long term. So you go on there and you make like it's a much more of a profile. Like I want someone that will like, you know, dress up like 
a dominatrix and step on my nuts. But I'm also looking for something real. Yeah, and likes <laughs> long walks on the beach, and will meet my parents, and likes lying in bed and talking about nothing. Long walks on the beach where uh, I have a leash on, and they're <laughs> walking me on the beach. <laughs> yeah. You walk me down the beach, you tell me I'm bad, you put some shells in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do for the first date? Yeah. <laughs> and that one, that one's way funnier to me yeah. than life. And then I think Grinder's still going strong, but I've never. Yeah, good for it. Yeah, I remember, I uh, I lived with a guy in university. He was bisexual, and he told me about there were basically like hookup washrooms at Western, where it was just like yeah. where gay guys would go hook up mm-hmm. on campus, and um, <laughs> I didn't know that these existed. They basically had like the Marauders map from Harry Potter <laughs> and it discovered secret passageways literally underneath the buildings. Like I knew that there were some tunnels to get from one building to the other. Yeah. But apparently there were like offshoots of that as well. Just made for sex. No, <laughs> they were like basically like closed down subway stations, Damn. the equivalent of that, but like walkways and they had bathrooms in there where guys would just go hook up and Fuck. the rest of us didn't even know they existed. Yeah. It's like hidden in plain sight. Absolutely, and apparently, if you went on, if you went on Grinder, you could see where they were, because it's like a satellite image of the other people who are on Grinder, like looking for people. It gives their location, and there would just be massive clusters. <laughs> you're like, wait, they're all in the middle of the parking lot? No, they're underneath the parking lot. Oh my God, in like the secret hookup bathroom. These fucking mole people, <laughs> fucking the shit out of each other. No, it's just industrious men with like headlamps on. <laughs> Trying to go spelunking <laughs> for dick underneath the Western <laughs> campus. <laughs> the whole thing. Have you ever hooked up in a bathroom? No. Yeah, me neither. I think I'd be willing to give it a shot, but I would just feel bad if you know, anyone else came in the bathroom. There's just so many variables. It would for sure have to be like a private oh, yeah. bathroom. Also, like, I think for me, height-wise, it would be hard because I'm always <laughs> looking over the top of toilets already. I, I love that. Because uh, I don't know if you still do, but you used to sit down pee exclusively. Oh yeah, you well, still out of necessity. Do you still do you stand up pee now? Uh, yeah, occasionally. Huh. I'll usually usual. Uh, I'll use I'll use a urinal if I'm in public <laughs> for sure. Okay. Most of the time, if I'm at home, I still sit down and pee because I'm like I want to look at my phone or oh, right. maybe. I don't know where my body's going to take me. Maybe this maybe this one turns into a two. I don't want to close any doors. One's the loneliest number, man. Let's get a friend. Yeah, I um. But no, so I, you know, be in a bar in the, in the bathroom, and you see Doug stand up, and you could just see his entire face over top of the <laughs> stall door. And I just, would hate I'd be that. in the mirror washing my hand, like, "Hey, Doug." <laughs> You'd be like, "Hi." I would be, like hate wiping when your ass. Be like a busy. Yeah, I would have to stand and wipe too, which is brutal. But when I would be like eye uh, contact with you while you're wiping your butt, <laughs> like, "Don't!" I hate when I would like stand up. And you're just like pulling your pants up so your like wiener is technically still out and I'm locking eyes with like the next person to use the stall and I'm just like, oh, like trying to look away. So I'm like, this is a strange. What was the thing you told me before we went to birth? Did we talk about this on the cast? What? When you went to the bathroom before we went to Bill Burr and you just went in there to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went into the stall. Um, this is gross. I'm sorry, everybody. But <laughs> do you ever just feel like you have to wipe your ass? 
not related to having like pooped. Like maybe you sweat and it got like weirdly stuck in the crack and then that just like, you know, you don't want that part of your body feeling just, lubricated. Just condensation. You yeah. Know? You and drink, so I was. You drink a fishbowl full of Aperol spritz. You're feeling a little frisky. Dude, that was fucking delicious. Yeah, was I great. dummied that thing too. But uh, yeah, I was in the bathroom and I just had to wipe and I get in the, the stall because there's like three urinals in a stall. And I get in the stall and someone had pissed all over the toilet seat, like everywhere. And so I'm like, that's gross. And I, you know, do my wipe and I (laughs) flush and then I leave the stall. And there was a guy waiting for the stall (laughs) who just now thinks that I'm the person who did that to the toilet (laughs) when I was not. But now I'm just guilty of that. Also, he got to watch me. You can't go back in and wipe the seat. Yeah, like, oh, just a second. Let me go clean up someone else's mess. I didn't know you'd be out here. Let me clean a stranger's pee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I fucking, I literally, as I was wiping, I was like, I do actually have to pee. So I walked from the stall to the (laughs) urinal. (laughs) So it was like, it was, to that guy, it just seemed like I went in the stall to like piss a little bit on the seat. And I was like, all right, the seat's covered. Time to <laughs> dump the rest of it where it goes. You're like a dog. You're just trying to spread it around the bathroom so everyone knows where you've been. Just marking my territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never tell you about there was a guy, uh, one like one of the store standards at Walmart once, like walked into the ba- walked into the break room and he looked like all shell shocked. Like he's like ginger guy who's like really pale in that moment, like much more pale than he usually was. Yeah. And I was just like, like Adam, what happened? And he's just like, I said to clean the bathroom. Someone shit in the urinal. <laughs> Someone just followed shit in the urinal. And he like literally had to like fucking scoop oh, God. human shit out of your because you can't there's no amount of flushing that is gonna apply enough pressure to put that through how urinals are made. How old is this kid? He's probably like sixteen, seventeen. Should have told him he could have quit. Yeah. So someone that's what I would do. I'd be like, Hey, just so you know if you ever see shit in the urinal, you just quit. Yeah. Just quit. you don't make enough. Just fucking walk to the superstore, change colors of smock. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. just start working Dude, there. You, you can get this job anywhere. Don't worry about it. There's a Wendy's, a Harvey's. Like, you're fine. Yeah, especially where we were in St. Thomas. Like, dude, fucking try Canadian Tire, go to Staples. Like, you know. Yeah, that's, there's hazard pay or something. That's like a, that's like a $30 an hour. Yeah. Cleaning up what's, shit. What's the worst thing you've had to do at a job for like the least amount of money? Because I've definitely had to clean some horrific toilets for minimum wage at like Tim Hortons. I remember one time it was so bad, someone turned off the water to the toilet. <laughs> they had probably tried to flush and it was starting to overflow. So they're like, well, I'll just fix this problem. And so I was just like fighting this like Moby Dick of turds for like five minutes before I realized the fucking water was off. Ugh. Oh, God. man. Yeah. I was lucky. The I worked at the McDonald's in the Walmart. And Do you guys even have a bathroom there? We did not have a bathroom. Oh, man. Oh, Shangri-La, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so nice. Um, I don't know. When I worked at um, when I worked at Onyx, we'd have to go into, like, hoarders places. That yeah. was pretty gross. That is gross. You know, for my 20 bucks an hour or whatever. Just go in, and it was literally like there was a walkway that would go. It was like you're in the woods. <laughs> It'd be like a, a treaded path to, like, Bedroom, bathroom, kitchen. Yeah, carved by machete. Yeah, and then it was just walls of just this guy's whole life. Just everything. Oh, yeah. Just like, you know, diapers and jackets and newspapers and cats and hamsters and banana peels. (laughs) And, yeah, that was probably the grossest. I remember just being like, I will never... 
I've I've never there was one place I refused to go into because it was Damn. too gross. I just walked in. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So what did you do instead? Just like lie? Yeah, no, just move on and we go. Won't go in. It's not safe. Yeah, yeah. It's like biohazard or whatever. Yeah, sm- that's sm- fair. Smell like shit. I'm not going in there. Yeah, I'm not getting fucking like some weird bug or like yeah, just touching this gross shit. And it's it's also it's illegal to be a hoarder. Yeah. So, yeah. So you know, you say no. You tell the condo, and then they take appropriate action, whatever it is. Damn. I probably made someone homeless. <laughs> I wasn't testing their shit. Um, well, at least they have less stuff to look after now. Probably. Yeah, that's true. I've definitely... I remember during COVID, I used to have to go into places that looked like Dexter's murder room. <laughs> they would literally just hang plastic sheeting all over everything. Because, oh, they, because they, they knew I was to... coming, and they didn't want me to, like, you know spit on anything yeah which you usually did of course yeah how else how else would they know i was there <laughs> you know it's my legacy so yeah probably just that i've never done anything too too horrendous you know probably unsafe like walking oh, yeah. walking around on roofs in a windstorm in the and there's like a half a foot of walkable roof and then the rest of it is just a sheet of ice slanting down to a roof with no guard, to like an edge with no guard on it. Yeah. He's like, ah, I'm sure it's fine. And you just walk over there. That's fucked. Yeah, the amount of like things I've lifted in workplaces that had like a team lift sticker on them and I was just lifting them by myself and yeah. stuff like that, which, you know, well, now I'm dealing with back issues. So it all kind of comes full circle. Doug, we have decided that because of your weight, you are now legally classified as a team. <laughs> <laughs> that's how like yeah, so that's please, how I got away with it. Please go lift this lawnmower. It's like two people or three hundred pounds has to lift this. Like, damn it! <laughs> I remember once at Walmart, I uh, our assistant manager wanted me to build a bunch of leaf blowers, and um, I maybe took like an hour and a half. I got like four built, which they weren't hard to build, but it was hard for me to build because I know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. I think I broke four snow blowers and then just nice. went home. Like this is I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I was told to do this job here. And someone shit in the urinal. I feel like that's way more my wheelhouse of yeah. skills. Is there any crud to shovel? Oh yeah, I'm so good at go crud shoveling. Go shovel some crud. Oh man. Can you give me a job shoveling crud? You don't want it, that man. That would be great. You don't want it. I don't it. know, man. I feel like if I got my form down, I could get like those back muscles look like wings when you like do that weird shoulder move. Oh, you get some big lats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. And then I'd still have like tits and a big gut, but I'd have massive lats. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. For my lats to stick out of my body, I would have to get them so big to overpower my tits. Well, yeah, you'd need less body. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's the secret. Yeah. That's the secret to making your muscles look big is to have less body. Oh, absolutely. You know, also less water. I've heard. Yeah. There's there's some great content online where it's just people talking about, like, is someone taking steroids or not? Mm-hmm. I love all those debates. They're yeah. so fun. Also, I love that the answer is usually yes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, no, for this one, I don't think he did. I bet they just, like, timed it out. He probably ha- hadn't drank water for, like, a couple days before they shot this scene. Yeah. And then <laughs> he's just, like, starving and probably passing out. Yeah, it's always weird for like the bodybuilding shows when you see those guys who are just jacked beyond belief and you just think like 
they're probably the weakest they've ever been yeah. in this moment right now because they have like one percent body fat or something obscene and their muscles are all like whenever you see like the strands in the muscles you're oh, like, oh yeah. you need water right now yeah you need some hydration but it's like they start to i can't imagine a diet where they tell you how much water you can have like that would just be sad to me because for me it's always like well that's how i stay full yeah I just drink a lot of water i don't care about water weight water weight doesn't matter you just lose it whenever Sorry, people just bumping music outside. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're a small dude and you're feeling insecure, mm-hmm. just go find an orange man in a thong who's jacked as hell. And just slap him right in the mouth. <laughs> he won't be able to do nothing. He can barely lift his arms over his head. Yeah, he'll be too tired. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I don't know if we talked about this, but the fact that they stopped bronzering their face is really, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see those pictures where it's like uh, bodybuilders in suits? And how ridiculous they look because their bodies oh, yeah. are so much bigger than their heads. So they just look like weird little kids in like these giant oversized suits all the time. So funny. But no, because they were accused of blackface. Oh, yeah. Because they were like, they would just go up and just be fully orange people. Look like. So strange. Roided out Oompa Loompas up on stage. I've honestly never understood that sport. Like, I don't get it. I hate when, like, people think weightlifting and bodybuilding are, like, the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, no, weightlifting is, like, for the sake of getting stronger and bodybuilding is for the sake of guys thinking you're hot. Like, I don't get what you're doing. I don't even know how it's judged. Like, it just seems so weird to me to be like, no, that that's a better body. Look at his lats. Look at the shape of, look at the the canonical features of the like it just that, that so weird it. to me you're trying to look like an old sculpture yeah like a greek god or whatever like an action figure or some other life. god yeah absolutely and so you know it's based on like how well you look in the poses yeah how you know big your muscles are if you've grown a muscle they haven't seen before they name it after you or something <laughs> but yeah and then they bronze themselves because it adds more contrast mm-hmm. to the muscles. More definition. Yeah. yeah. Because if you're just a pale dude and you go up there, people can't really tell. Yeah. But they used to also do their face <laughs> for no reason. They don't have extra face muscles. Yeah. They just did it because they didn't want it to look weird. It'd be crazy if they did. And then no one called them out for doing blackface. Mm-hmm. But they were still like, now nah, we're going to stop. We don't. Yeah. We feel like we're next. Oh, yeah. So we're they're next on the chopping block. Yeah, we're gonna stop that one as they should be. Yeah, of course. So now they just white faced, <laughs> orange bodied people. Yeah. Now their heads and bodies look even less like they should go together. Yeah. <laughs> it literally looks like a Photoshop. Yeah. Of a normal face on a just jacked as hell body. Yeah. Dude, you get into bodybuilding. Fuck powerlifting, dude. Yeah, you know what? I Maybe just because I think it's a bit easier. Also, I'm never going to go to that scale of bodybuilding, but like bodybuilding workouts seem to be a bit more chill than uh, than powerlifting But the workouts. dieting is way more intense. Oh, yeah. No, the dieting's way worse. Because yeah. powerlifting and stuff, you basically are just like eating to put on as much muscle as possible. Yeah. Whereas bodybuilding, you're in this horrific point of you're trying to retain as much muscle but you're also trying to get rid of like every ounce of fat on your body yeah you want to have like a 22 inch waist 
and like yeah. 70 shoulders. Just, yeah, it's just like looks absurd. <laughs> they do look silly. Yeah. They look very silly. They all look silly. <laughs> like an intimidatingly silly, yeah. which is very weird uh, clashing emotions to to give to people. Are they strong? Like, I know they're strong, but are they like strong, strong, do you think? Yeah, I think like... Um, I'm sure that you've been paying attention to the power lifter bodybuilder divide. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. They're like the clown's mimes of bodybuilding or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there are some uh, bodybuilders who are just known for their strength. Like, people always make jokes about, like, how much Ronnie Coleman used to squat and all that because he would squat, like, six, 700 pounds. Wait, they're also shamelessly roided, right? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. To a degree that's obscene. Like, you can... It's easy to see which bodybuilders take steroids, like which federations are okay with it because their bodies are not, are like no longer human. Right. Almost. Like they just barely look like human beings. We're like whenever they do natural bodybuilding, bodybuilding, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, bodybuilding. It's where you have to be bald. To Dude, be you're it. so good at bodybuilding. <laughs> Great at it. <laughs> You're incredible at bodybuilding, dude. But like bodybuilding, the just the, the size n- of that forehead. <laughs> ah, <laughs> the natty guys just kind of look like a normal jacked guy, whereas bodybuilders on steroids just like just don't even look like people anymore. No, they kind of. I'm trying to think of what they look like. They look like a they look like a statue that would like hurt children's feelings. Yeah, like if they got it on top of a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know what sport that is, but I did not. Yeah, I did not participate <laughs> in that. Whatever the hell that is. <laughs> anyway, um, where are we at? We're uh, we're about at Plugville. All right, Plugville, mm-hmm. USA. You know, go for it. You go ahead. Um, this Wednesday, I got a show in the Casbah Lounge in in Hamilton. I think at like eight p.m. That should be a good one. And then on Thursday, I got comedy in the port. Headlined by Jason Allen, hosted by Clifford Myers. That's oh, in shit. what city is that Port in? Port Coburg. Yeah, I think that's it. Coburg. Yeah, Coburn. Maybe. Man, I wish I was Port Hope. Maybe it's Port yeah, Hope. Yeah, Port Hope. Yeah, it is Port Hope. Yeah. Guys, if you can, please go out to that show. If you're in the Port Hope area, I don't know if we have any listeners in the Port Hope area, but please come to that show. I'd love to see Clifford on stage again. Yeah, it's been it's been since the. Uh, the show where it was supposed to be attractive ladies and ended up being just me, you, and Clifford. Remember yeah, that? When we <laughs> opened up for that dirty trivia night. Yeah. And they were expecting three young women and instead they got you, me, and Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> just three like, fat guys. I've never felt more ripped off in my whole life. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we had fun, though. Yeah, it was a good show. And Clifford can't put on a bad show. It's just he's incapable. It's true. Yeah. That guy will make a good show if it fucking kills him. Oh, yeah. At the very least, you'll remember that shit. Yeah. Um, me... I'm at uh, doing your place or mine on the ninth at Comedy Bar. It's like a nice sex positive show. So I don't know what the hell I'm gonna talk about. <laughs> talk about how I fantasize about chopping off my own penis. Oh, that's like your uh, your birthday show, right? Uh, that's the closest show to your birthday. Yeah, day after. Nice. And then, um, oh yeah, Thursday's my birthday, so. Happy early birthday. Wish me a happy birthday, everybody. Doug, if you forget on the day, we are no longer friends. That's fair. This Thursday? Yes. Okay, I'll write it down. I did not wish you happy birthday on your birthday. I don't think so. 
Yeah, it all evens out. But do as I say, not as I do. And this will be the month we actually go to fucking medieval times too. Yes, we're gonna figure it out. We will figure it. Worst comes worst, we'll just pay seventy dollars. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, one I'll, time for the experience. I'll go into savings. Yeah, for medieval times. That's just entry. I don't even know if that. I don't think that includes food. Yeah, I'll put like five hours of crud shoveling towards medieval times. That seems fair. Just like they would have done in medieval times. Yeah. Yeah, you shovel crud, and then you get to go watch some knights <laughs> duel. You're leading a very medieval life right now. Yeah, and like dealing with like mice and stuff, like just like <laughs> the first plague problems. That's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> Thanks, um, man. And then next Monday, I'm, I got a... Or not the 5th, on the 12th, I have a double up at a comedy bar. I'm doing comedy brawl. Fuck yeah. Got doing that, and then I'm on the Match Something show, I think. I have to message her about that, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be talking about the rejected um, Winnipeg category. So Nice. Yeah, so that'll be a good time. Fuck yeah. Come see me at Comedy Bar on the 12th. I'll be hanging around. Yeah, hell yeah. Doing a lot of Comedy Bar stuff, dude. That's sick. Woo. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Love you. We love you. Bye.